This is Eighth Day Encouragement, a recap of the Sunday service, offering hope and faith from the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. You can find us online at holytrinity-nyc.org. In the Gospel reading from Luke 4, Jesus has just been baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit, but then is led by the Spirit into the wilderness. And there, Jesus is brought face to face with himself. And within himself, temptations surface up in the form of Satan. Maybe Satan showed up in person, or maybe Satan showed up in a vision or a dream, or just in Jesus's imagination. We don't know for sure, but whatever way we imagine it, it must have felt very real to Jesus, as real as temptations feel when they show up for us. Whether we picture the devil as a little red man with a tail and pitchfork, or or the devil is more that little voice inside each of us that second guesses or accuses, the temptations Jesus faces are ones that we might be confronted with from time to time. The first temptation for Jesus was of turning stones into bread. We might not relate to that, but it really has to do with a temptation of gluttony, to satisfy ourselves with food and drink and stuff and to find ultimate happiness in things. The second temptation has to do with pursuing glory and authority in the world. It's not so different for us, though, really. There are countless little and big choices we make between doing the thing that might better our paycheck or professional standing or status or reputation as opposed to doing the just, honest, true, and decent thing. And third, the temptation for Jesus to jump off the temple top might not sound very tempting to us, but it perhaps relates to us when we are so uncomfortable in our own skin or our own situation that we're tempted to do anything, to jump in any direction, just to simply change the situation. We might not be Uh, move to jump off the top of a temple, but we might be tempted to take a sudden jump just for the sake of change out of frustration. Well, to each of the temptations offered by the devil, Jesus quotes scripture. In other words, Jesus takes a deep breath. He touches his spiritual base and he does whatever he needs to do to center himself and to remind himself of who he is and of whose he is. Jesus can withstand the devil's voice because Jesus has trained for this through prayer, through showing and sharing compassion, through spending time alone, through learning from his surroundings, from the garden, from the sometimes painful silence that comes in facing truth. The season of Lent invites us to practice being alone with God, being present with God, Prayer, spiritual disciplines, self-reflection, growth in faith, all of this is training for the spiritual battles we might encounter. Last week on Ash Wednesday and throughout this season, we're reminded of classic spiritual disciplines like spiritual writing or meditating on scripture, praying in a new way, saving money for a particular project or cause or 
fasting, whether that means giving up a particular food or drink, or fasting in a more creative way, such as avoiding waste or limiting the use of water or plastic or gasoline, all sorts of things when, when consecrated, when baptized, when, when held up to God, can become spiritual disciplines. They, they help to clarify and steady. That might be a daily walk or a time of reading or sitting still or writing in a journal. It might be giving money to refugees, the more recent ones from Ukraine or maybe the ones that have fallen to the back pages of the news. There's so many things in the world that cry out for attention and help. Perhaps we could give up something in order to help others. Whatever spiritual discipline we might explore this season, may God bless us with strength, persistence, patience, and the faith with Jesus to stare down the devil when necessary. Let us pray. Almighty God, whose blessed Son was led by the Spirit to be tempted by Satan, come quickly to help us who are assaulted by many temptations. And as you know the weaknesses of each of us, let each one find you mighty to save through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The anthem at the 11 o'clock Holy Eucharist comes from Mendelssohn's Elijah, the text from Psalm 91 appointed for today. For he shall give his angels charge over thee.
You've been listening to Eighth Day Encouragement. The eighth day is a Monday after the seven days of the week, but the eighth day also stands as a new creation outside the pattern of the usual seven. And so the eighth day symbolizes resurrection, hope, and the possibilities for new life. I'm John Bedingfield, the priest and rector at the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. I hope you'll come and visit us in person one day, but you can also worship with us through Facebook Live, follow us on YouTube, and learn more at holytrinity-nyc.org. God bless you this week and always.